0: Potentially, the most viable thing any of us can do is to show love to the other. That the way to help bridge the divide, the way to help cure the wounds, is not through logic. It's not through force. It's not through demand. It's through actually experience. Welcome to Insert Human. This is a show that is not for everyone, it's for seekers people like you, hopefully, who are searching for solutions to your problems, the world's problems, and everything in between. The conversations to come are gonna show you how finding the truth of our humanity is the magic key to solving pretty much anything. Between my monologues, my dialogues with brilliant guests, and your good questions, you're gonna learn how to insert human into everything, and in doing so, realize a better life, and one day, a better world. I've decided that I would like to have Pope Francis on my show. important to point out here that I am not a religious person per se. I did not grow up with a religion. My parents were not religious. I know little about a little religious education, but I am certainly open to spiritual understanding and I'm actually open to what the various religions are trying to say, even when many of the structures have pretty much messed it all up. Several weeks ago, I stumbled upon something called the Encyclical, which was issued by the Holy Father Francis and is subtitled Fratelli Tutti, which I believe means all brothers. And I decided to read it. And For those that don't know, an encyclical, and by the way, I didn't know this, an encyclical is a document issued by popes since the beginning of popes. Some have issued many over their tenure, some have issued only a few. Some of them are topic specific, and some of them are fairly wide ranging in what they cover. This particular encyclical, which is Pope Francis's number three, is all about per the title, Fraternity and Social Friendship. So, I began reading this thing, and with my little green highlighter, started highlighting paragraphs that I thought warranted further consideration. And I want to just read this to you, talk about it a little bit, and then get back to the perhaps crazy idea of having Pope Francis on my show, paragraph one. In today's world, the sense of belonging to a single human family is fading, and the dream of working together for justice and peace seems an outdated utopia. What reigns instead is a cool, comfortable, and globalized indifference born of deep disillusionment concealed behind a deceptive illusion, thinking that we are all powerful while failing to realize that we are all in the same boat. This illusion, unmindful of the great fraternal values, leads to a sort of cynicism, for that is the temptation we face if we go down the road of disenchantment and disappointment. Isolation and withdrawal into one's own interests are never the way to restore hope and bring about renewal. Rather, it is closeness. It is the culture of encounter. Isolation, no. Closeness, yes. Culture clash, no. Culture of encounter, yes. Paragraph two. These are not in sequence, by the way. These are things I plucked from the 100-page document. This is short. A new lifestyle is emerging where we create only what we want and exclude all that we cannot control or know instantly and superficially. This process, by its intrinsic logic, blocks the kind of suffering reflection that, that could lead us to a shared wisdom. Paragraph three. Even as individuals maintain their comfortable consumerist isolation, they can choose a form of constant and free bonding that encourages remarkable hostility, insults, abuse, defamation, and verbal violence destructive of others. And this with a lack of restraint that could not exist in physical contact without tearing us all apart social aggression has found unparalleled room for expansion through computers and mobile devices. And a little snippet to add to that, he says, or writes, the flood of information at our fingertips does not make for greater wisdom. So in the course of reading the encyclical and reading these words from him, and again, I am not a religious person, I am not a Catholic, but I am somebody seeking to understand our humanity and to understand ways to help our humanity. As I said to somebody on a podcast interview last night, I'm just a human trying to help humans be more human. And I think Pope Francis is exactly the same, which is probably why we should be on the show together. But to go back to the core of what those three paragraphs are really getting at is that we have lost our way. That humanity has lost its way. And yes, in part, it has been fomented and multiplied and accelerated by technology. I think some of you know I'm writing a book titled Technology is Dead. And it's somewhere close to an indictment of what technology has done to our world and what we can do about it. But in writing Technology is Dead, I've come to realize I think what Pope Francis realizes that we are to blame too. In fact, we are to blame. Technology is just an enabler of what humans tend to do anyway. And this is true, you know, going back to the, the first empires, the beginning of the developed world, there's a constant cycle of, of entities turning on themselves, that hubris and selfishness take over. And there's a view that in the developed world, in the democratic version of that developed world, Freedom and individuality ultimately go dark. They turn into dark forces that suppress the interest in an effort to support the common good and that my way is the highway and your way doesn't matter. And so implicit in all this is what the hell do we do? Or maybe explicit in all this is what the hell do we do? In an interview last night on the podcast I mentioned with Melissa Haya and Julie Matheson, which will be on the air in the next few weeks, we got into this conversation about what do we do? What can we do? My answer to the question, which goes back to something else Pope Francis talks about, is I think the most potentially the most viable thing any of us can do is to show love to the other that the way to help bridge the divide, the way to help cure the wounds, is not through logic, it's not through force, it's not through demand, it's through actually experience. Allowing the other, whoever the other might be, to feel the consequence of unconditional love, unconditional compassion, unconditional empathy, unconditional concern. And that by expressing our love for them, they learn love, and in learning love, they are more capable of expressing it back into other people. Pope Francis also, at some point in the encyclical, brings up the story of the Good Samaritan, which I'm sure everybody knows. I didn't know it all that well, but the gist of it is... People walking down a road, walking past somebody on the side of the road who is terribly hurt, and one after one, they ignore him or her until the good Samaritan appears and stops and cares for the other human. Putting aside his or her fears of the human, concerns about contracting a disease, concerns about having blood on them, concerns about having to smell them, concerns about being hurt by them, that the Good Samaritan steps forward in a way that is truly unconditional, without fear and with recognition that we are here to actually help each other. The other is not the enemy. The other is us. And this is the final point I will share in today's many, 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 many en- encyclical is all there is is us. You know, the common good is referred to as a third party proposition, when in reality, it is our good. And I think the way to help more and more people recognize that we are one, that the world is us, that we are necessarily tied together, the way to do that is through our own individual actions. Perhaps ironic, but I think true, to step forward and care for the hurt person on the side of the road to declare the common good as our purpose, and to live our lives with unconditional love, unconditional compassion, and the desire to help those around us come together. So with that, my last request, or I guess my first request, which is my last request, is I'd really like to get Pope Francis on the show. I think we'd have a lot to talk about, and I would so like to ask him some questions. So for you, Catholics out there that know people that know people, or even if you're not Catholic and you know people that know people, maybe your cousin works in the Vatican. I don't know. If you know somebody that knows the Pope, get me the Pope. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening today. If you're in search of more opportunities to realize positive change in your life or work and you find what I have to say helpful, You can always subscribe to my show, check out one of my new salons that are weekly virtual gatherings of like-minded folks. You can read some of my writings or just listen to one of the talks that I've given around the world over the last couple of years. And you can do it all at chriscolbert.com. While you're there, make sure to sign up for my ongoing email updates. When you do, you'll receive a free copy of the first chapter of my about-to-be-published book, Technology is Dead. Again, it's all available at chriscolbert.com. Thanks again for listening today, and I look forward to connecting more in the days ahead.